Episode 17 of the Dirt Pod Podcast. Today we have Aaron Orlovitz filling in for Marcus, whose alarm didn't go off. We we record this at 5 in the morning. I don't yeah. know if you guys Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's so, it's so not, dark it's out. It's not 4 in the afternoon and his alarm went off. It's 5 in the morning. Right. So don't feel bad for I'm him. I'm so yes. hungover. What, Aaron, were you on the podcast recording in here before? Yeah. Did somebody pour beer on this microphone? Or is there... That That is some... There was some debauchery going on that's, I think, uh, in here. That's the breath of Sasha Bloom. Was that ah. from last week? <laughs> or yeah. two weeks ago? <laughs> Doesn't smell like root beer, though. Yeah, we had, we had uh, root beer beer in here. Have you ever had that? Like alcoholic root beer? Yeah. No, I have beer. not. Neither have I. There's Mars. quite a few of them that are out now. Really? Yeah, it's like there's not your dad's and there's the one... Ah, play on dad's root beer. Yes. Yeah. Not your dad's. I'm going to start one called Not Your Mug. But... <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, there's one called Ann Shitface. Ann Ann How was y'all's Christmas? It was beautiful. You have uh, a, a herd of children. A herd, yeah. Yes. yes. To- total how many? It was good. I have uh, Four. total six daughters. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think about that. Some people, like people, are like, "How many kids do you have?" I'm like, "I have six daughters," and they and they they look at me like, "Oh, you're an idiot." Thanks for being a dick. I'm like, "No, I'm I'm serious." Six uh, daughters. What? Four four are my own. Two are our step kids. Right. That I raise. So. So just it's so it's just you're always 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 around a menstruating person. Oh, <laughs> always. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But and I will hate to say this, but my 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 dog who who was a Girl passed mm-hmm. away this about two weeks ago. Oh, really? Put her down. Lame. Oh, that's so sad. now I have two boy dogs in the house. So you got like a little alliance. Yeah. <laughs> so we got yeah, but they don't even talk to me. They just hang out with the chicks. So I'm like, uh, great. Well, wouldn't you? Yeah. Can I you blame them? Don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? Christmas at my house is not usually that big of a deal. Oh, uh, you're a Jew. Well, I'm half Jewish. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what do you do? Four four candles and then. <laughs> Four, crazy nights. four, four, four crazy candles nights and, and then, then half Christmas? a Christmas morning. No, oh, that sounds kind of cool. No, I I did Hanukkah and Hanukkah is lame. Uh, but Chris, I had I mean I did Christmas with my parents and my grandparents on my dad's side and yeah, opened presents, had breakfast. It was nothing to write home about. Just traditional. It's weird. Like I'm in a spot where I don't have children and I'm not a child. So it's really Christmas, just like that's uh, cool. See some but you're family. in your new 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 place this year. So I didn't really do anything. Was there, it though. anything different? Did it feel different? No, you're like, oh, I went. Christmas I went home. In my own place. No, I went home. Oh, I went down so to you... my my parents. Now my brother's house, and we did the thing Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day because my family's always celebrated on Christmas Eve. So on Christmas Day, I was just like bored out of my mind because I didn't drive down there. Somebody drove me down there because oh, they were going home too. And they didn't. They didn't uh, leave till like three. So until three o'clock all day at Christmas, I was just like. So you carpooled to Carbon County. Yeah. Oh. So I was just bored out of my You're face. Stuck there. Sucks. Yeah. Is that dome house still off the off the freeway? In Price. Yeah. There's off three of them. The yeah, helper exit, kind of that bunch that of dome looking house. Dome. I remember house. going by there when I was yeah, it's years like a, ago. It's like like a geometric dome. Yeah. yeah. I think you're thinking of somewhere else. No, I remember. I feel being, like I've seen it. Don't you remember before, being down there by also. Helper? 
I don't help remember, her? I don't yeah. remember where I saw it, but I feel I'm like almost it's that positive, drive. But like a, like a resident house, like yeah. somebody, someone lives in it. I, I think. Don't know of this house. Okay, it I almost know. looks like a like an observatory, like an astronomy observatory, like that kind of a dome. But it's. Like, I'm wondering if you guys aren't thinking of somewhere else. No. I know every house in Helper, and I can't think of a dome. No, house. years ago when my parents lived in Colorado, my sister and I would drive through down six. What year? Through there from. Oh my gosh! This was probably the late '80s till mid '90s. Yeah, I would have known it. Hmm. Unless I'm just so used to seeing it, I don't know. Huh. All right. Well, never mind then. Yeah. I guess I I did go to the bar on Christmas. I've been going to the bar on Christmas since I was 21. Which bar? I went to a few. I went to Cheers to You because they have food there for free on Christmas. For free? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They they have food there for free, and then uh, what kind of food for free? Like they have like Christmas stock, like uh, really like <laughs> yeah, turkey. And shit? Yeah, they're actually. I went to the Republican last year, and they had a bacon wrapped ham. What? Yeah, for free. For free. Yeah, just like hey guys, we got bacon wrapped ham, and they had like this special spiced cider. Are you serious? Huh. No, stuff. I'm going next year. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, and then I went to Juniors because there was way less people there. Where's Juniors? Juniors is on Second South. Third South. Third South. Like, it's like right across the street from like Broadway uh, yeah, Center yeah, Theater yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Well, we got, uh, I wanted to talk about 2015, uh, highs, lows, worst, best last year. Uh, by the way, we'll start this. The second, third to last day of 2015, we lost goddamn Lemmy. Mm-hmm. We lost an icon. Isn't that, because, okay, I was thinking. That, okay, and, and let me just ask you this, because did you go to the show? No, I was going to and okay. then didn't, and then was happy that I didn't, and now I'm unhappy. Yeah, that and that's I why I part of me was like, I have to go to this show because I had a feeling, that, I had a, that, the weirdest feeling. I was like, I don't think there's going to be another chance. I don't know why I thought that, and seeing four songs or three and a half or whatever it ended up being was yep. I told, amazing because when you look back in retrospect and go, wow, that I got was, to see it. That was it. I told my friend Jay that I was there with. Lemmy come out and he wasn't, no. you could tell he was not firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Even before he left, you could tell something wasn't right. I mean, and he was then, never the picture of health, but he looked right. unhealthy for the... And you couldn't hear him? <laughs> no. And so I told Jay when they when they left stage, I says, we're witnessing something. Yeah. I don't. I said, we are witnessing something. I hope this isn't that the was last like, Lemmy show, but it might be. Yeah. That was like the last... Like they canceled all their shows after that, didn't they? Well, they canceled three because he had a. It was like a lung infection, I think, that he had here and some altitude stuff. But like the Denver show and I think a couple other shows after that. Yeah, they canceled like three or four or something like that. But then they went back on touring, and then they did the motorboat and all this thing. But I think Salt Lake was kind of like the the beginning of the the beginning of the end. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, he couldn't do the show, and and I told I said we're witnessing something, and then boom, there's a couple weird parallels here. Uh, Scott Weiland. A month before, uh, not even a month, for three weeks before, died. And that's a guy where you're like, I can't believe he lived that long. <laughs> Lemmy, I never thought would die. That's right. Yeah. I named my car Lemmy, hoping that I would, that it would never, never have to never, fix yeah. it. That's going to be kind of like when Keith Richards finally goes, you'll be like, that. there's no way. How right. did this ever happen? Yeah. And think about that. Keith Richards outlived Lemmy. That's crazy to yeah. me, actually. <laughs> that's not that's stupid. Because, I mean, Lemmy drank. Keith Richards does, like, heroin. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think, I don't think, well, Lemmy, Lemmy does more than drink. I remember, the, have you seen, have you seen <laughs> He the drinks, doc? yeah. You've seen the Lemmy documentary, right? I uh, have not. Really? The one yeah. where he's in his apartment and yeah, his son yeah, yeah. and the whole thing? Oh, I've seen, like, clips from it. Yeah. 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 There's, there's parts in that where I think it's Dave Navarro will be like, 
Yeah, we're just sitting there, and and, and Lemmy just handed me some meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, you're like, and you're oh, like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> guess no, I'll no, thank you. But Do can you say no to Lemmy though? I I don't know if I to meth I probably would have to. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, like, no. I don't know if Lemmy handed me meth if I would be able to say no. I think like I all right, Lemmy, I will do some meth with. Have you, you. ever done meth before? No. See, no, I, yeah, I haven't either. <laughs> I might blow a rail with with Lemmy or smoke a joint. He doesn't yeah. seem the weed type. Yeah, not at all. But but if Lemmy's like, hey, do a line, I'd probably I'd think about it. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know where it would go from there, but I would think about it. It would give you pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but that that documentary is so crazy. Uh, like because everybody was like, I've seen Lemmy drink a fifth of Jack Daniels. Yeah. And walk away. Yeah. He never well, got supposedly stupid. Supposedly they said he drank a bottle a day. A bottle yeah. a day. Yeah. Is yeah. that true? I don't know. I know he had to mellow out later. The doctors were like, hey, you're you're good. Yeah. We'll just but give I you know a- I had heard rumor that the doctors had told him that he couldn't quit drinking completely. Because he'd go into shock. Because he would go into shock and die. Yeah. That, like they were trying to slowly wean him off. But they're like, you're so old and so alcoholic There's, yeah, that like you're not, you. we're not going to be able to get you off booze before you die. To take so, take yeah. the alcohol out of your blood would kill you. Yeah. Yeah. But the the You're crazy right. thing is, like, he never got fall down drunk. Yeah, like, there's no yeah. video, there's That's no amazing. documentation, and like, all of his friends are like, we've never seen Lemmy stumble. <laughs> wow. <laughs> did just, you did you uh, get a bunch of of the Instagram or other posts from people with the with the Lemmy stuff? Yeah, yeah, tons. Did you yeah. have any that you thought were amazing? I had two that I was was two people that I know that that had met him, that had talked to him, that had hung out with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought were just amazing posts. Um, and I could pull them up and read them, but uh, the two were, uh, one was, do you remember Allie McKay? Yeah. She was, she was the, the, news the Fox 13 news reporter morning show before Big Buddha. Not confirming this, but somebody told me she banged David Tell in the green room at Wise Guys. What? <laughs> I don't know how true that is. What? I hope it's true. Wow. Yeah, I uh, uh, may have uh, worked with or still work with a guy that might have done the same, but I don't know. Not in the green room? But I don't know. Not in the green room. That guy fucked David Tell too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as you know, yeah. But uh, the the two were uh, one was was Ali McKay. Go, <laughs> go, Jimbo. Yeah, as far as yeah, okay. Anyway, I'll probably get in trouble for that. But anyway, the uh, the one was that that she I guess walked into the Rainbow Room, mm-hmm. and uh, as as she was walking out, he grabbed her arm and said, "Hey, fucking you, fucking make me laugh on the mo- on the morning news," <laughs> and she and she stopped and was like wow let me just said i make him laugh how cool is that yeah and, I, and that's one of those things where if somebody like lemmy grabbed your arm and said you make me laugh yeah you're you're hilarious on the on the morning news because she's that, in la now right obviously. right yeah but uh that's pretty cool what was the other one the other one was a guy who i'm i'm guessing you met him when he was here but uh oh my gosh why can't i think of his name the voices guy uh Craig Gass? Craig Gass. Yeah, yeah, I know Craig well. Craig Gass, and uh, we've had him on our show many times, and he he posted a, a, a thing on Instagram, and it was really long. I was like, what the heck? So I had to read it. But it was how uh, he was doing a show somewhere, and I guess Lemmy was there, and one of his friends came up and said, hey, Lemmy wants to meet you. And so he came over and said, wow, Lemmy wants to meet me? Okay. And he said he walked over, and he goes, I couldn't understand a word he was saying, but I could understand the... The, the pattern of his voice that and he was, was doing a, a and he was telling a dead joke. baby joke yeah <laughs> and he was like I, I have no idea to this day what he said to me but I knew exactly when to say well what is it yeah <laughs> you know or what you know and then and then as soon as he was done saying whatever he was saying he'd laugh. he'd laugh he goes but I he goes still to this day I have no idea what he said but he, we hung out and drank and he told me dead baby jokes for a while and 
Yeah. Because I still, to this day, I have no idea what he said. But I, that, that to me was one of those where it was like, yeah, if you were sitting there with Lemmy and you had no idea what he was saying, he of course you laugh. would laugh. Of course you would. Why wouldn't you? I've been to the Rainbow probably seven times. And every time I go, I'm like, fucking Lemmy's going to be there. Was he there? Never. Never, never, never there. there. Never. I, that's the whole reason I go to the Rainbow. Wow. It was, it was I, the the. Second time I went there, I went there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to meet Lemmy. And, I, and he wasn't there, so I was like, shit. So I went over to his video machine. Yeah, yeah. the one that he... And yeah. you played it? I played it, and there's also, like, all over in there, Lemmy, 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 like, on the high scores and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, And then you put your name on the highest score, and he's like, yeah. who is this? <laughs> who the fuck is Lemmy? <laughs> Actually, who is this? Lemmy, I'll say, fucking day. But, uh... No, the rain, I've been to the Rainbow a million times looking for him. One time I stumbled, I think I told this story on the podcast before, I stumbled upon the 40th anniversary of the Rainbow. Uh, wow. I go in there like, yeah, 40th anniversary parties tonight. Dawkins going to be, and they started naming all these C-list 80s bands that I'm very familiar with. Yeah. Now, like, yeah, we're play, there's a concert in the, in the parking lot. And I'm like, son of a bitch. So I came back, and I'm just like, I was just like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, oh my God, that's the singer of Bull Boys. That's the <laughs> bass player for Kick Tracy and all these shitty bands that my brother's like, <laughs> Because when I was 12, my brothers liked shitty music, which was the hair metal of the early 90s, late 80s hair yeah. metal. Oh, my like God. Like C-list bands. Yeah. And I'm just recognizing all these dudes. And I'd say, I had a beer with the singer for Bullet Boys and and a couple other dudes like was that. Was it smooth up in you? He's four <laughs> feet tall. I had to. Come on. I had to. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been to the Rainbow probably at least seven times, never ran into Lemmy. Really? That's yeah. too bad. And I heard that they actually wheeled his favorite video game to when, his apartment. When they found out he was sick. When they sick. knew he yeah. was sick and wasn't really, they were pretty sure he wasn't going to make it. And he had that in his place. Yeah. They said that on their official like announcement that he had spent the last couple of days playing his wow. video game. Yeah. Well, it's so weird how, how, and this is the other parallel. I'm going to make this about me for a second. <laughs> Lemmy's birthday is on Christmas Eve. Right. He turned 70 on Christmas Eve. Died three days later. Wow. My mother was born on Christmas Eve. She turned 70 on Christmas Eve and died four days later. Wow. Mm. Yeah, one year apart. So I was like, that's weird. But his cancer, and it was both from the same thing, a very aggressive cancer. Like, you go in, hey, you got cancer, boom, you're dead. Yeah, right. It was, didn't they say it was literally like a week got, or two weeks, maybe? No, he got diagnosed at 26th. Yeah, right. okay. Okay. Died on the okay, right, okay. Yep, just two days. Two that's, days. That's some crazy shit. And they were, I guess they were like, how did... And he, he's because been to a million doctors. How did they I was not gonna catch say, it? He'd obviously been to doctors here. He'd been to doctors in Denver. He'd been to doctors everywhere. That mm-hmm. nobody had seen anything. Yeah, they, I guess it was in his brain. Wow. Maybe at like yeah. I mean, if it was in his brain, they probably didn't scan for it. They were looking in his lungs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But it's it's just weird. I mean, yeah, he was seventy and he lived hard, mm, hard. But it was still like, let me can't die. Right. Well, that was always the joke. Right, is that yeah, Lemmy, Lemmy will never Richards. die? Yeah, right. Lemmy's God. Yeah, yeah. Is, was the was and that the, was the thing. God is dead now. Yeah, yeah, but it's just still random. It's so weird to think like, yeah. So, so we, so we lost filthy animal Taylor this year. In in the past couple of years, no, three that, that was this year, right? Right. Well, filthy animal Filth. died like the same month. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he died Taylor, early December, and, November. and then Lemmy. That's yeah. crazy. Well, Wurzel, their old guitar player, That's died right. a year or so ago too. So yeah. So if you've ever been in Motorhead. Take it easy. <laughs> Get to a doctor. So fast Eddie, you're you're next. Yes, fast Eddie, you're you're gonna do what your career did once you left Motorhead. No, he did fast. Although Fastway huh? was kind of cool. I did not like them. Say what you will was a cool song. 
I, that's the only song of theirs I know. And when I, it comes that's the only on, one I know too. It's too classic Rocky for me. You know, no, I don't know. To me, it was kind of one of those songs that that was kind of way ahead of its time. That you're like, wow, really? Because because when it came out, you're like, this is different. And then and then the rest of the hair bands did it. Hmm. But the other band that uh, that that Motorhead spawned that I was a big fan of, and my sister and I had their first album. And I don't know if they ever did a second album, but Girls School. Did you ever listen to Girls School? Uh, I know of Hit them, but I don't know. Anything. I wish I could pull it up right now, but uh, go listen to Hit and Run huh. uh, by Girls School. Great album. And that was, I guess, the, the lead singer of, Hit, of, of Girls School, Lemmy, and she were, I guess, together for a while. Huh. And Lemmy. she was no better looking than Lemmy. <laughs> really? <laughs> Lemmy has an impressive, an impressive uh, roster. He, I was listening to Mark Maron's podcast with Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, there was like he was. She was talking about her past. She's like, yeah, when I, I moved to London when I was like twenty, and and I ran into Lemmy, and we became best friends. And Mark's like, did you fuck him? Yeah. And she's just like, no, uh, we don't, we don't talk about those. Like, <laughs> so in other words, him? yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So, so in other words, yeah. So Lemmy banged Chrissy Hind, who was hot. Yeah. And her, she's still hot. I saw her in concert last year. Yeah, and because that's what Lemmy told her. You're special. And that's what she wrote the song. Huh? Yeah, sure. <laughs> she did not play that song. I, I read somewhere she hates that song. Brass she and does. Pocket, which is a song I love. Yeah. She hates it. Really? Yep. Huh. Won't play it live. But, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. And then he dated, uh, who the hell else was it? Lita Ford, maybe somebody like that? I don't know. But that ugly son of a bitch put up some numbers. Yeah, he did. Right. Right. He, I think he's, because he said in that documentary, they're like, Lemmy, uh, you've, you've been with 5,000 people, 5,000 women. How do you feel about that? He's like, I never said that. He says, I've been with 2,000 women. And think about Still. that. Still, he said. Well, he made. Still, let's, let's, that's let's, him let's, being let's, humble. I've only hold, been with two thousand. Hold up both hands on uh, everybody in this room. Is anybody close to two thousand? <laughs> no. <laughs> I bet if we added up everybody, we're like maybe eight. Hey, we got, we got eight women. Everybody I know. I think all of my circle of friends. I could not get even to uh, five hundred. Mm-hmm. With no. everybody I know, no, you yeah. have no ugly way. friends. I do. I do. <laughs> I've seen your friends. You luckily yeah. get to five. Yeah. Uh, but, but Lemmy, he made it make sense because I think it was a thousand, not two thousand. I think, but still, that's a that's a solid that's number. A thousand. That's a thousand. But he was like, yeah. think about it. I've been I've been playing music for fifty years. I've yeah. never been married. So really, that's a pretty low number. Says I've never been married. I've never. Uh, so he had no he had nobody to feel guilty that he was doing yeah. anything behind yeah. their back. Yeah. And then he says, think about the, how many is that a year? So really, that's not that many. It's like yeah. ten a year. That's a lot. Of uh, hand- that's like a normal, yeah, guy. That's yeah. a lot of hand motion. Yeah, yeah. That's a, and and he was not an attractive man. Poor Lemmy. Yeah. yeah. So, Although, but, but let's go back to what Lemmy meant to music and who he influenced and and who would never have existed if Lemmy hadn't. Metallica. Lars Ulrich said straight up, they would not exist without Motorhead. And pretty much been saying that forever. Pretty much all of like the like thrash metal. Stuff would probably not Cause, cause exist Phil, in the way it does. Uh, it technically, is what they say is the father of thrash. Double bass. With the double bass. Uh, what's the, the song? Is it Overkill? I think where he's and nobody had done that before. Yeah, that was one of the very first songs that did that. So everybody that does that since, do you give them? You got to give them credit. Little props that they had to have been influenced by Motorhead. A lot of whether they know it or not. A lot of punk music probably wouldn't sound the way it does right. without them because they, they, they took that like the twelve bar blues, yeah. and just played it super fast, and then like bands come out like, like I don't know like the Ramones and stuff do yeah. like the exact same shit. Motorhead is, was way more punk than people yeah. give them credit for. They were like the bridge between metal and punk. Because Absolutely. In the early eighties, late seventies, it was fucking one against the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. And Steve, what's funny is Steve Harris from Iron Maiden is still very like. 
Yeah, your early albums sound kind of punk. He gets pissed. There's really? like interviews with him walking out, like, "Hey, you're fucking not punk." Um, but they kind of bridged it because a lot of uh, and I and I heard stories because before MTV, you didn't know what bands look like, right? Yeah. So people were like, "Yeah, punks were like Motorhead, Motorhead." Then they found out they have long hair, and they're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, <laughs> like they have Motorhead and a they have they have long hair and a giant. What do you call that? Mole, mole. Yeah, the mole. Mole, mole. Two moles. Two moles. Mole, mole, yeah. mole, mole. Uh, they look like Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. I'll never for Beavis and Butthead said that, and I'll never forget that. <laughs> um, but Motorhead, they had they yeah. the closest thing they ever had to a hit was Ace of Spades. Yeah, well, that's, that's a hit. Y- I think people know it, but I mean, it's not. I well, don't think I, it ever was it number ever one. Ever like charted or anything? Yeah, I don't think it. Maybe low. Maybe yeah. But that's like, and this is most. Metal people like they're the most popular songs. Your least favorite, of course. Sure, absolutely. Because you have to play it over never, and over. And over. I never want to hear Ace of Spades it's again. Like Chrissy Hine, play that, Brass and Pocket. Just play. Yeah, it. you have to. But uh, my favorite Motorhead tune is a song they put out in the '90s called "Sacrifice," and it's just so fucking like mean. It just sounds like a to me. It sounds like a train. Yeah, like just ready to smash shit. Yeah. Um, they do have well, some but, songs but, that uh, I don't did, get. Did Hellraiser do better just because it was in the movie? I have no idea. I think I'm just Ozzy's asking. version of Hellraiser did better. Yeah. Because Motorhead and Ozzy both recorded that song. Okay. And I think Ozzy's did pretty well. Of course, because it's a little more mainstream. But yeah. Uh, I get I get why people don't like Motorhead. Because Lemmy's voice was not like no easily consumed. But that's like what was cool about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was very... It, yeah, to, today, if, if a singer could sound like that, they... You know they would. And what's funny is it sounds forced, but then you hear Lemmy speak. He's like, oh, no. And it sounds yeah. exactly the- like my band used to cover Ace of Spades, and I used to do it just because at the time, I don't know if I could still do it or not, but I used to do a, if you like to gamble. You know, I, do, I get that. Yeah. Did you have Lemmy to do the, Did you have to put the mic up high and do it that yeah. way? You had and to, he right? He explained it. He explained it one time because he lifts he lifts the mic up so that, uh, the, yeah, he's, and come out like this. That cast is strain. Yeah. So that's, that's his... Uh, uh, his his signature thing, but but it's so hard. When I used to do that, the cover of that song, and it was a shitty impression. I had no business singing, but it was just fun because I did a shitty Lemmy impression. Um, <laughs> once I was done with that song, I couldn't speak for the rest of the night because right. my throat was just shot because you didn't drink enough Jack Daniels. That's what it was. That's what it was. You had to be, I didn't drink you have to Jack be numb. For Fifty years. <laughs> if you're numb, then it doesn't hurt. Uh, did you ever listen to Hawkwind? Yeah, Hawkwind. Yeah. I Googled a couple songs one time. I never bought a Hawkwind album. I haven't listened to Hawkwind in a minute, but I, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I, I, I think I recall them not enjoying them, but. Right, right. Yeah. It was kind of a novelty to hear a, a 20-year-old Lemmy yeah. doing something. That was weird. Yeah. Because he sang clean. You're like, you That's could not still right. tell it was Lemmy, but instead of singing like this, he was singing like this a little, and it was just a little yeah. cleaner, a little less gritty. Yeah, it's like, that's you and McGregor, I think. <laughs> I'm not sure who that is, but yeah, it's uh. So it's, who else did we? Who else did we lose this year? I mean, obviously we talked about Phil Taylor, or Phil, yeah, Filthy Animal Taylor, Phil, Phil Taylor, um, Wyland, yeah, Scott Wyland, who we talked about a little bit. Right. I'm trying to remember the other big names that. Uh, I mean, once Lemmy, once it was Lemmy, it was like that every, was everything big. else kind of just faded, and I'm and I feel like there's somebody. That for some reason in my brain, I know I was going to talk about, and I can't think of who it was now. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird uh, to think like when when Pete once when musicians die. Yeah, even if I didn't like him, it's kind of like oh well, shit. Because Natalie Cole just died. That's mm. right, Natalie Cole. Yeah, yeah. She. What's weird to me is she was sixty five. 
Yeah, no, which I was like, there's no way she was like 65. She's, she's that old? There's no way. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Like chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Nat King Cole was he has that far 60, ahead of yeah. her? <laughs> yeah. Has a 65-year-old daughter, really? Yeah. And she had, she had some hits like in the 80s and 90s yeah. and stuff. But in 2015, who else did we lose? So we lost Phil, we lost we lost Lemmy, uh, Wyland. I know there's some more. And and I know as soon as this posts, people are going to be getting yeah, on Facebook. You, this you, guy, this guy, and this guy, and this guy. They're already texting us. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my text. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But, the, but I know Lemmy was the one where like, ah, oh, shit. Right. That's, that's Even though, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I haven't bought the last... Five Motorhead albums. No, well, because you already bought it the first time, right? Like, <laughs> you, you all you really need is three Motorhead yeah. albums. <laughs> you, you don't. They're you, they're ACDC in that in that manner. They're very you know you've heard one, you've heard them all, but there might be a couple songs they, on their last their newest album. They did a cover of "Sympathy for the Devil," and Lemmy went on record saying, "I think it's better than the Stones," <laughs> which I don't like that song. Yeah, but no, it wasn't Lemmy. It, it was not. <laughs> I apologize. Rest in peace, Lemmy. But no, that was a false statement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the there's a couple songs out there too where he sang really. I think it's called 1916 where he tried to sing, and it just didn't work. But I don't know. 2015 was was a good year. Uh, hold on. Pause this. Hey, edit this part out, Go Sasha. Uh huh. I was gonna say I know there was uh, like Leonard Nimoy passed away, but yeah, uh, I mean he he was no uh, William Shatner as far as music goes, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I mean he did sing in the old Hobbit cartoon. Did he? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Who did? <laughs> Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. He sang in the Hobbit. The old the old cartoon before way before the movie. Yeah, the Rankin Bass. Oh. Bilbo. He sings that song. Yeah, they used to show they used to show that when I was in school. Oh my god, <laughs> that was like. Phew. I, Time warp right there. Yeah, I remember those cartoons. They were kind of drawn shitty. Yeah, like the they would like during the action scenes, it would just be like weird people in costumes, like in animated backdrops and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was oh, it was really strange. Those were like my favorite movies when I was very young. Yeah, I love that Rankin Bass stuff. Yeah, the Jules what? Rankin and I never, I don't, I didn't like actively seek those out when I was a kid. But they were on TV all the time. But they were on TV. There's certain things like when I was a kid. I was thinking about this the other day with Star Wars. I missed the boat on a lot of things. Yeah. Like I never got into fantasy and I never got into science fiction. Um, so like Star Wars, I just missed it. Like I make fun of people who watch it now, but I think if I would have gotten into it as a kid, I would but it just it just went over me. Well, that's where all the appeal comes from, right? It's just nostalgia. You remember like when you were 12 and you saw Star Wars the first time. So yeah. when the next Star Wars comes out, you get to feel like you're 12 again. Yeah. And seeing Star Wars for the first time. But then for me, and we've talked about this, but the the second three ruined it. Yeah, the prequels. And I was like, I don't even care anymore. Well, let's put it this way. I, tur- I saw episode one, The Phantom Menace, for my ninth birthday. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I was wow. into it. Yeah. I didn't see. I went to that movie opening day yeah but i was 21 in honolulu hawaii drunk off my face <laughs> so i have no memory of the phantom menace that shows you the age gap here you were nine i was 21 right uh i, I was like barely 21 but i was 21 nonetheless drunk as shit watching watching the star wars that i didn't understand and i passed out in the middle so i don't have any memories of it. i remember that stupid jar jar guy yeah that's yeah. about it 
Yeah, ruined the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So the Star Wars thing escaped me. I've I, I remember ten years or so ago I tried to watch the original trilogy. Yeah, but uh, it was kind of like I think it's too late. I just couldn't couldn't get into it. But the fantasy thing too. Like when I was a kid, I wasn't into the Hobbit. I wasn't into you know Conan the Barbarian. Didn't like Conan. <sighs> Not really. I always liked funnier stuff, lighthearted yeah. stuff. Really? Yeah. Really. So when he said, Conan, what is best? And he said, to crush your enemies, see them driven before you and hear the lamentation of the women. Uh, you didn't like that at all? What a fan. It's so metal, too. It's just so, uh, I love, I, I'm a huge fan of Conan. I totally. watched, how many was there? Was there just one or two? There's two movies, yeah. There's. I remember watching one as a kid, and I just remember yeah, the thinking. First one was, the first one had uh, Grace. Well, no, the first one was uh, James Earl Jones. Yeah, he's the Doom. bad guy, Thulsa Doom, with the giant yeah. snakes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, And he's like. I'm your father. Wasn't and Grace, like, what's her name in one of yeah, them? And she was in the second one. Yeah, Grace that's Jones. the one. And uh, I saw. Wilt, the stilts in the yeah, second Wilt one. Chamberlain. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember watching him as a kid thinking, hey, this is a big muscly guy killing people. I should like this. Right. <laughs> so I just, so I, just I, was like, I was like, hey, that's cool. <laughs> but I never, it never really caught on. It yeah. did not. I, I missed a lot of the do things as a kid. I never got into sports. I never got, I don't know. But, man. But, yeah, I know. I know. I missed the boat on, on so many things. But 2015 review, back to that. Uh, I didn't see. I'm kind of, I'm kind of detached from from uh, everything in the world, so I didn't really see any movies. I saw I saw Mad Max. Meh. I you didn't it. like Mad Max. Ah, again, same just, thing. You know, muscly guy killing people, just not. Now, for did you, you like? Did you like the original Mad Max? Never saw them. Thunderdome. Uh, the okay, Mad Max to me, it was oh, cool action scenes, way way rad. You know. Yeah. Effects and stuff. That's really cool. But like the story is like, so wait, they're just chasing this person, and that's that's all. And then uh, and then I had to call bullshit. I'm like, it's 2015, and they made a movie where these people are in these giant homemade cars, hauling ass across the desert. The cars have no windows, yet they're speaking at this voice. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you? And then she responds like this. It's like, you know how fucking loud that would be in your homemade-ass car <laughs> flying with no windows flying across the desert? That that kind of took me out of it. What else did I see? Oh, I saw the Peanuts movie. Boo. I did not see that. I was didn't it, see it either. I, I, I was the same. I was kind of like, why? Why did you do the Peanuts movie again? Is, Wasn't what, it done? I mean, I didn't. is it any different? Is it different than the old ones? Is yeah, it way better? CGI. Is it CGI? Why yeah. did they feel the need to make it CGI like that? I, that bothered me the minute I saw the preview. I think in this day and age, if you make a regular ass cartoon, kids will be like, "That's poor. That's, that's weak. That's weak." Yeah, yeah. Because it's, everything's CGI now. But, but I mean, the regular cartoons are you like you're straight to DVD stuff because it's cheap and easy to make. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the thing, and they did a good job. Like, it but I was going to say, was it worthy of a theater that that you went and paid the money, and you went, wow, that was okay. I, I'm glad I spent ten bucks to see that. I didn't think so. No, mm-hmm. did the kids in the movie theater see think that? It was mostly adults, was actually. <laughs> I imagine, and that's, what, and that's what I was wondering is, I was like, what kids? Because there's be not even that, that many kids who are excited to watch the even when you go on Netflix and whatever. How many kids do you know that are excited to see, oh, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the 30, 40 year old people that are like, oh, I watched that one. Yeah, a nostalgia. Kid. They're showing their kids because otherwise, I don't think there's many kids that are excited about it. Yeah, it's, but that, that's the only two movies I saw this year. I don't go to the movie theaters very often. I did see a bunch of concerts. If I, I go to, I think last year, 2014, I went to. Do you have a favorite concert you saw this last year? Garth Brooks. 
Really? Yeah, that hands, was your favorite one? Hands down. Really? Yep. And, well, on a side note, Motley Crue, just because it was their last. Yeah, but it was such a debacle. It was a debacle. It was such a debacle. It was, it was kind of that thing where you go, what, what would you expect? This is exactly what you would expect yeah. from Motley Crue show. Like, it started three hours late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard about this. But what, but what took me out of it is, like, to me, at this point, Motley Crue's a novelty. Yeah. Like, I grew up loving Motley Crue. Yeah. They were my favorite band growing up. No, my now wife and I were talking about this today, and I was talking about, wow, it's so weird that it's done, because their final show was the New Year's, New Year's Eve show, Eve. supposedly. Yeah. And she goes, they'll tour. They'll play more shows. I don't it's think just, they will. It's just they won't tour again. They'll just, they'll play one-off shows here and there. They'll do, they, like, festivals or they something. They won't even do that. They did. Uh, Didn't they sign contracts or something they that signed they a contract that they will never play again? The four of them again. Oh, whoa. And, yeah, they 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 mean it, and and I I believe him for this point is Nikki Six has gone on on record saying many times if we reunite, we will have so much egg on our face, so we are done. And I believe one thing: they're in their fifties, they've made enough money just from this tour well, alone. Them, but how old's Mick? Mick's really? a thousand and he's nine. like <laughs> he's a vampire. He's like nine hundred. So yeah, their concert was great, but I know what it is. Like there, if you took away the lasers and fire and roller coasters and dragons and dancing girls, Motley no, Crue sucks. They're still a good band. You, did you not like their music? Oh man, I, did you not like their music for real? Oh, I love their music. I grew up on it. Like, like, like do you remember when when uh, not too fast for love, but think of Shout at the Devil when I, Shout at the Devil came out. And whatever else was I out at that in same the theater, time, pain girls, girls, girls. And you there. went, what the? Oh, hell they were, is they were this. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, the music was great. It was crazy. But like, they haven't put out anything relevant since Doctor Feelgood. You didn't like Saints of Los Angeles is a really good album. I like that song, but it was still by that point like nobody cared. No, I agree. Like Generation Swine and all the other stuff. I seriously, did you ever go? Did you go to that show, the Generation Swine show at the E Center years ago? Yes. When they literally showed Faces of Death video. Yes. During the concert, and you're sitting there watching it, and you're watching people dying, and, and remember the, the the guy they held up between the four horses, and they pulled his arms and legs yeah. all apart, and they, the guy, remember the who was it, a, a, a guy in Washington or something, a. a a politician that Arba shot himself. Yeah. They shot himself in the head, and they sh- they're showing this video. I don't even know what song it was, but it, it 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 was so. I mean, I guess that's how it works, though. It was so effective to this day. I can't not. I can't not think of it and remember it so vividly that that's what that did to me. Yeah, yeah. It's. I don't remember that because I used to watch those as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I'd seen him. But go listen to to. Saints of Los Angeles is a really good album. Huh. I'll, I'll, I'll give it's it really another spin. Good. I think what it is for those guys is like, it's too late. Like, let's say yeah. with Metallica. Like, Metallica could put out the best metal album and in the world would, tomorrow, would and you I would care? not care. I'm, I'm the same way. I feel so bad to say that, but I feel the same way. Because they become a parody of themselves. James Hetfield's silly now. Yeah. So if they put out a killer album, James Hetfield's still going to sing it. It would yeah. be really surprising if they put out a killer album. Right. Yeah. And Death Magnetic, Death was, a Magnetic solid was actually really good. There were some good tunes on it, but what but took then, me out of it was James Hetfield. Right. Yeah. Because he's become a parody. But that's how Motley Crue is to me now. Yeah. They were pureness. They were the coolest guys ever growing up. And are they smart enough to say, you know what, we're just going to disappear? Are they going to disappear? Crew? I mean, obviously, 6 a.m. is going to keep going. I believe I believe Crew's done. They'll do their own things and whatever yeah. else. But I'm super cynical. I do believe Crew when they say they're done. And Vince will still go on He'll his solo tours and, fair and, tours and play with <laughs> play with Dana Strum and and uh, who's, the, who's their guitarist? Uh, uh, I don't know. But they I got that crazy guy drumming. 
Yeah. Uh, and and they'll still be you'll still hear the Motley Crue stuff, but yeah, I think I think what's gonna happen. Nick Nikki Six has Six AM, who's a relevant band. I don't care for them. It's it's mom metal in my book, but. They're relevant and they sell records and they're popular. Yeah. yeah. Mick Mars will probably do a blues album. He said he's going to do a blues album. Tommy Lee will do his DJ thing. Which Mick Mars, I got to tell you, years ago we talked to Mick Mars and he uh, just just this gentle. I mean, mm-hmm. after obviously he he was a shell of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I said to him, I said, you know, dude, there's nobody else that when you when you turn on the record and you hear this slide guitar like you're playing, that mm-hmm. you know instantly it's Mick Mars, and he's like, wow. And he, and he literally said, he goes, he goes, nobody's ever said that. Thank you. He's very underrated. And I just went, wow, and nobody's ever said that to you? One Because you know that exactly. Right. When you hear a Motley Crue song, you know no, it's Mick Mars. And there's not that many guitarists that you can, I mean, point out. There are a lot. But at the same time, when you hear a, a major guitarist on a major label, major band, that you go, okay, I know exactly who that is. Yeah. And and the, the the and different from everybody else, not just the same old. I'm as fast as hell, but I'm just playing this. Right, right. Mick Mars. Every there's two people. A lot of people don't realize that Motley Crue. They're silly. Yeah, they put out some corny songs. They don't. They're not critically respected. Whatever. Uh, Mick Mars is a very underrated guitar player, and Tommy Lee is a very underrated drummer. Yeah. People just think, oh, he's got a big dick and he's up mm. to shenanigans all the time. Wait, what's the big dick part? I never heard this. Never heard. It? Yeah, he's apparently got a big. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> never, no, I've never. He's what? super underrated as a drummer. He's a great drummer. Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater, whoever the fuck he's playing with this week, is like Tommy Lee's like his favorite dude. Huh. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a great drummer. But 2015, Crew's dead. I saw them, and but what I, what I was getting to in the originally is take away the bombs and the dragons and the, and you put Crew live on a stage. They sound like shit. They they don't. Vince yeah. can't sing. He hasn't for years. Um, it's just they're all. He's actually gotten better. About about ten years ago, he couldn't sing anything, and I think he actually decided I better get my chops back together. This last concert I saw them on was the first time I ever was like, he's trying. Yeah, he was actually <laughs> trying. In an effort. Yeah, he sang actually two thirds of the song instead of just <laughs> one third. One third. Yeah, because usually he'd go gang fight. And Night. The- it's like <laughs> <laughs> hold the microphone out to yeah. everybody else. Very broken. Did you see any good concerts this year, Aaron? Oh, nothing like classic. I I I, uh, I do a lot in the like local music scene. Yeah, really? I've seen yeah, seen some pretty good bands. Uh, I saw I saw Death Heaven this year, which is a hipster bullshit black metal band. Ah, they put on a really good show. It was a good time. What's the name of the band? Death Heaven. Death Heaven. Are they local? No, they're from like uh, like. Seattle or something or Texas somewhere like is that. Is it like a like a Blackville Brides type band? No, I've never heard of no. them. Little, it's a little heavier. Yeah, quite okay. a bit heavier. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no. It's uh, funny because my daughter, who's now seventeen, when you know Blackville Brides when she was fourteen was the shit. Really? And now they're yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. They're well, the poison of today. Exactly. <laughs> just speaking of like Motley Crue, it's like bands like that, or yeah. like, they're totally like hacking that style. Okay. Like, I mean, they're all gothic and stuff now, but it's right. still like it's like girls and cocaine and stuff. It's mm-hmm. yeah, black. I I could not care any less about Black Veil Brides, but Deaf Heaven was a good show. I'm trying to think of other ones that so, I saw. So you're you're up on the local stuff, which is cool because yeah. I'm at that age where I'm like, I'm not going to the Urban Lounge. You fucking kidding me? Dude, I'm yeah. like there every weekend. Yeah. Well, you're what, 25? Five. Five? Yeah. I, I I, didn't live here when I was 25, but when I was 25, I was going to the bars and stuff, and I'd yeah. go check out bands and stuff. But now, 
It's like, ah, uh, loud music and people I don't know. Yeah, yeah right. I'm going to go stand next to somebody. Uh, I'd, I'd show up and they'd be like, who are you here to pick up? I want to be in my underwear <laughs> on my couch scratching my nuts. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Yeah, that's what that's what I do. I watch the, the videos on VH1 Classic, Fuzzy, Not HD. Yeah. What was your favorite concert of the year? <sighs> Man, it's it's difficult to say. Um... I'm going to say probably my most memorable just because it was so, I was so excited for it because I'd never seen Van Halen with David Lee Roth. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of excited to see it. But then when he got there, I was like, he's exactly what I thought he would be. And I was like, (laughs) oh, David is just, he wasn't terrible, but it was just, I mean, I still have a video on my phone of, of, I forgot the fucking words. And he actually said that during a show in front of 20,000 people. I saw a lot a lot of people posted footage from that and I was just like, "Oh my god. How are the Van Halen boys literally the yeah. other three in the band yeah. are Van Halen's? Yeah. Yeah. How are they not like cowering in embarrassment having him on? Yeah. yeah well, because they're all getting paid a zillion dollars. That's exactly. That's it. how. Yeah. But I would be embarrassed like he Roth was so bad, but it, but the, the part about that show that was so amazing was, and I'm not saying anything was recorded or pre-recorded or anything, but the most amazing part was Eddie's guitar was perfect, perfect, drums, everything else was perfect, and Dave, no matter what he was screwing up as far as the lead vocals, the background vocals came in perfect. Oh, they're very. And I was like, well, either they're all so perfectly well rehearsed that they're. I want to say that it's it's. But big. I was like, wow, it There's was like a lot I don't of know people. what I'm saying. Ain't talking about love. And I was like, wow, where did that come from? Because you know that Michael Anthony, their old bass player, was the background high harmony guy. Yeah, and somehow somehow he's Wolfgang still there. can still do that. Yeah, no, it's been documented. Like, there's been a lot of people being like, yeah, they they use tapes. Which yeah. hey, I don't blame him. Whatever, you know, as long as as long as everything's not taped. If you need some tape for background vocals or whatever yeah. to make the sound better, fine. But and it's hard for me to say that because to me it was when the new Van Halen album would come out, I would be at the record store that day, standing in line waiting for it to come out. Mm-hmm. Even the Sammy Hate, the fifty one fifty, when that came out. When the OU812, I was there waiting for it. You it was know, a little before my time, but I remember being like, I was a little kid, being like, wait. Who sings for this band? I, I'm seeing two different it people. It still freaked what? you out, right? I was like, yeah. who? Yeah. who's the singer? I even went to the Gary Sharon show up at, uh, I think it was still Park West at the time. I remember that. Didn't Vince Before, know it, or No, it might have been Wolf Mountain at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I still remember that show and, and, and watching Gary Sharon and just going, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing it was just not going to happen. He, and was just like, going, he was like a fling. Yeah. He was like the, the girlfriend where you're like, ah, she'll, she's just. It's like Eddie's like, this chick's hot. She'll just she'll do for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it, but to me that was probably be the most ex- excited I'd been for a show for a while. But then not let necessarily down. let down. Did but you ever just see him with Roth before? Kind no, I never saw him. That's why I was kind of excited to see it. I'd seen Sammy many times, mm-hmm. but never saw Roth. I had and a I gig wish that I'd night. seen him in the day. I would have still went even like if I could go back in time, I would still go again. I just had a gig somewhere else that night, uh, just to say I saw you know Van Halen kind of. Yeah, because right. to me Roth. In the old days, was the ultimate rock star, the ultimate rock star, the ultimate frontman, the ultimate dude, and you yeah. were just looking at him and like, damn, yeah, just he to was, be David Lee Roth for one day. Yep, he was insanely like fit and good looking, yeah. and like just he was a new karate, could do anything, yeah. and he had the long hair, and you're like, oh wow, 
Wow. He's every like Jewish teenager, like every Jewish 13 year old boy just like <laughs> wants to be David Lee Roth. Like, like <clears throat> I discovered, like I was listening to classic rock as a younger kid, like when I was in junior high, but I like discovered like Van Halen and Motorhead and stuff at that point mm-hmm. in my life. And that is like all I wanted to yeah. be. I wanted like the motorcycles and the chicks and yeah, the me hair. Too. And yeah. And yeah, he was like, like an inspiration and like yeah. all of my other, like, you know, my Jewish friends, it's like, Oh yeah. You know, David Lee Roth. Well, yeah. the Jews had some good, you guys produced some good rock stars. You got, uh, kiss kiss, all of That's kiss, right. the whole <laughs> band, right? Kiss. Um, uh, David Lee Roth, Scott Ian, yeah. D Snyder. Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty good. Yeah. And I'm like, sure there's all a million time Jewish rock band. Yeah, yeah, you could put that. That could be a super group right there. That's pretty good. They should, they, a Juper group. They the should, they should make that. <laughs> <laughs> <Oy vey! laughs> uh, but yeah, so Van Halen was was a. I wish I could have saw that. Even though knowing I'm still is trying terrible. to remember the other big shows that I saw. I, everything else, I'm. I saw Lamb of a, God and Slipknot. Do you know what? That yeah. was a really good show too. Lamb of God is cool. I'm not a Slipknot. I'm person. not either. I I like. Probably four Slipknot songs. Now, yeah. are you a, a huge Slipknot? You know every word and know every song. No, because no, I'm not either. And I went to that show and I was just. I went for I, the spectacle. I did too. Well, I went for Lamb of God, and I knew a few. I know a few Lamb of God songs, mm-hmm. but it was one of those where you're like, okay, this is a good band because I don't even know them, and I like every song, and I don't yeah. even know what the hell he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Did you go and, to that? And you probably know. I didn't go to it. You didn't go to that show? No, but I was a Slipknot guy when I was younger. And, and I will tell you this, too, though. They I were thought, like my generation's I Black Veil Brides. Like, I, we got over okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Because yeah. I thought <laughs> Slipknot, as far as their stage, as far as their the 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 spectacle of what they did, mm-hmm. was as entertaining as any show I've seen in a long time. Just with yeah. their, I don't know how many people are in their band, 20, 30, 40, 50 a people. Million. And, and there's like this drum set over here and this clown over here playing the drum set and then the real drum set in the down. middle. Yeah. And, and you're just watching it going, what the hell am I watching? Yeah. And that was the part to me where I was like, there's not that many shows anymore where that you like, go to and you're like, damn, like, I'm really entertained right now and I don't even know one of these songs. Did they have like all the pyrotechnics and yeah. stuff? And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Cool. It was it was cool. That, and that's what I knew going in because I... <sighs> I'm not a Slipknot fan. Like I said, two Slipknot is like one of those two songs per album. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I really dig, and yeah. then the rest is like, nah, it's filler. But uh, their their show was insane. Um, I went to see Lamb of God, and then the two lame bands opening for them. Um, I did. I had a big letdown at a concert this year. My daughter was, would kick you in the nuts for that because uh, Motionless and White. She likes that. That's music for daughters. Okay, yeah, that's I'm what just, that is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> just, just, just be ready for a pointy boot coming right at your nuts. <laughs> How old is she? 17? <laughs> 17. That's and exactly she can, who, And she can put some oomph behind it now. Motionless yeah. and White is made for 17-year-old girls. That's exactly who they're marketed for. That They that they probably put them on the tour just to get your daughter and probably. the such <laughs> probably. the show. Yeah, but she bought a Lamb of God shirt. Did she? Not emotionless. I met Randy Bly the couple days before. I was going to say, how did you get to go to that? Because it was Rob, is it Rob Fenn? Rob Fenn had him down at doing a book signing down in Salem. In Salem. And I saw that you were there and you posted. And I was like, what the, really? Because I'd been texting him, emailing him, Instagramming him. No, not uh, Randy. uh, Randy And being, hey, we'd love to talk to you, whatever, and and nothing. Hmm. And he did that thing down there. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, it it was pretty cool. Um, it wasn't like one of those cool hang, like, oh, I met this rock star and we hung out. It's like, no, I bought a book. He signed it and I fucked off. Did, yeah. <laughs> didn't he literally do a reading from yeah, his own he read book? A chapter from the book. And it was, it was pretty cool. 
And he was nice. Like he he talked about. I had this shirt. It's the Motorhead logo, but it's a VW bus, and it says Motorhome. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And like he was like, ah, it's a cool shirt. We bullshitted for a minute because I know Rob very well. We Rob's from Helper. We grew up. Yeah, together. that's what I've heard. Um, so so that was cool. Uh, the big letdown I had this summer is this is so unmetal. Allison Krauss. I don't know if you know who Allison Krauss in Union Station. Oh yeah, Bluegrass. You say it best when you say nothing. Yes, else. voice of an angel. And recently. Uh, the the basically the backing band or the band with Robert Plant. He's well, been doing she, stuff with her. They did, they did a, she and Robert Plant did an album together. But they didn't. But they, Union Station wasn't on it. No, no, no. But the what, what was it called? The, the the something with flowers. I can't remember the name of it now. Hmm. I don't know. But she and Robert Plant have been doing stuff together for yeah. like a few years now. Yeah. Well, she uh, was opening for Willie Nelson. Uh, Usana and I love Willie, but he's the fucking worst live. Really, he really, just, he just speaks like it'll be like on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Like I love his music with my friends. He's the country Vince Neil. He's road again. Like, no, because he doesn't miss any words. He just speaks them. <laughs> he just talks now. I saw Bob Dylan not this year, but last year when he came. Yeah. Similar uh, disappointment. Yeah, was that any good? No. Every song sounded completely identical, oh, and it's just like no. he—he's just not Dylan but the anymore. Band was fine, everything yeah. was great. Just the singer, and that's what it was. I knew Willie Nelson sucked going in. That wasn't the big letdown. The big letdown was Allison Krauss. That's my favorite female singer ever. I come out, and she's like, "Sorry, guys, I got—I'm sick, so I won't be singing." So they just played because she plays violin as well in the yeah. bluegrass band, and uh, they either did instrumentals, and on some of the songs, the one of the dudes stepped up and sang. So Let me like, ask you this. Do you think she'd ever be sick in L.A., San Francisco, right. yeah. Chicago, New York. New York, or is it just Salt Lake? I don't know. Maybe it's – I'm not a singer, so I can – but I could understand how the elevation up here would kill yeah. somebody. Air quality might too. Air yeah. quality, yeah. elevation. And I've, I've been a singer in a band, and I get exactly how it is where there's nights when you just have to go and you're not good, and if you don't have to, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. Right. So I don't blame her. Yeah. I remember one night I went to see uh, – it was Jethro Tull. Oh, nice. And Mick went. And Mick was like, you got to see Jethro Tony and Anderson's the best. You come out there. And he's like, think it's a break. He can still play the flute just fine, but he couldn't right. sing a word. And I was like, oh, that's too bad. And he's like, I, no, really, he's good. And I'm like, I get it. It's okay. I cannot get into that band. I want to. Like, they're so respected, but I've listened to enough yeah. Jethro Tull. I'm like, I'll get it. It's, it's, there's a few bands like that. Like, I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. And even seeing them, it was kind of, you watch them going, okay, I get it. I get it now where this was the bridge to metal, kind yeah, of in a uh-huh. way. But yeah. still you go. I didn't see Rush. I did go to the Rush. It totally oh, yeah. went okay. over my head. Because here's the thing. Rush fans are diehard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they want to hear deep cuts. Right. I know the Rush they play on the radio. So Rush did this thing where they played their newest material to their earlier they did it chronologically but in reverse oh and then but they know their fans they sure. know the fans they know what to play they know what to play yeah so they're playing all these songs i'm 10 songs in and like fucking play tom sawyer because <laughs> <laughs> i hadn't recognized a single song yet yeah did they ever play it yeah they did i okay. mean they, they there's probably four or five songs they had to play yeah but they were also playing these super obscure songs that the fans love, like Rush fans. And I was like, hmm, yeah. that's neat. I basically went to watch Neil Peart play his drums. Yeah, and which, I, which I guess is the last time you're going to see it. Yeah. Supposedly he's he done. Mm-hmm. He's done. 
They they announced that as their final tour. They didn't say they're going to break up. They just said, "Yeah, this is our final tour. Yeah. We might make some albums. And I, we, we don't know." And I've got to say, when uh, when Judas Priest did their final tour a couple years ago, and they did every the whole thing, and 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 the way Rob Halford explained it, it makes sense because technically you can say that, and nobody's going to have egg on their face, and that's why I say Motley Crue will still play a few festivals or mm-hmm. a, or a show here and there. Mm-hmm. Because you can still say, no, we're not touring the world anymore. Can't do it anymore. Can't yeah. do it. I'm 60-something years old. But we'll play. We'll still play. Yeah. We'll come here and there and play shows. I get it, too. If I was in my 60s, I wouldn't want to tour. Like, touring seems exhausting yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And don't you honestly, when they talk about these hologram shows or whatever and watching the guys in their heyday and the shows that and, and having the show, but they're all holograms out there, don't you kind of want to see it? I mean, honestly, For the I hate saying that, but at the same time, don't you want to see, what's your favorite band? Of all time? Of all time. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Don't you want to see Pink Floyd in their heyday, playing every note, seeing their show that you never got to but see? But it's basically wouldn't that a be cartoon. The shit? I mean, I, still, wouldn't it be cool? It'd be cool. Because you're watching a cartoon every show you go to. We were just talking about that with Van Halen. How much of it's real, how much of it's recorded. Yeah. You don't even care anymore. I'd, I'd go see it, but it'd be a tribute show, basically, like the Pink yeah. Floyds that come exactly. here. It would, be, it would feel David to me Gilmore, like a tribute. But yeah. David Gilmore would walk out and say, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pink Floyd show. It would almost be like going to the movie theater to watch like a, a concert. Yeah. Uh, which I've like done. DVD. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Yeah. I went and saw the Metallica thing that was a... Fiasco. Debacle. It would just. Yeah. It would feel. It would feel inauthentic. I think. Yeah. It, it would yeah. lose something. I agree. I, yeah. It'd be entertaining still. Like I'd go see. It's just like as the, long as it was cheaper than a normal concert. Like yes. if I didn't. If it was like ten bucks, yeah, and you could go wouldn't and you see go? it. I'd go. Yeah. And fill a sixty thousand seat arena. You know, fill up, fill up Rice Eccles Stadium right. and, and do a Pink Floyd show, well, but it only cost you 10 bucks to go. Yeah, I'd I go would to that. go. It's yeah. like when the Aussie Floyd comes and the Brit Floyd come oh. every year. All my friends are like, I'm not paying to go see a fucking tribute band. And I'm like, yeah, just go. It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a and great then, nap. And then every time Alan doesn't like Pink Floyd. <laughs> it's a great, I fell asleep at the Aussie <sighs> Pink Floyd show. <sighs> this is this is. This is where we disagree. But it was a great <laughs> nap. Although the seats, they could make them more comfortable. Where, I should have sat in the grass Floyd, is where I should have sat. Them. You love them? Yeah. Animals have you, have is one you, of my favorite albums. Have you been to any of the tribute shows? No, I have seen, seen the uh, Dark Side of the Moon laser show at the Planetarium. Which, did you fall asleep? No, it was Come rad. on. <laughs> of course year, you did. <laughs> this coming year, you need to check out either Brit Floyd or Aussie Floyd. Because for right. years, I was like, tribute band, whatever. Yeah. Well, one year I got tickets from somewhere, probably K Bear. No, and they're um, they're amazing. It's it's the it's my highlight of the summer every yeah. year. It's like oh sweet, one of the one of the Pink Floyd bands is here because they nail it. They do. They don't dick around. They don't do their interpretation. They play exactly mm-hmm. what you know, and they got all the lasers and the screens and everything. It's uh, it's amazing. They got like ten people on stage. Yeah, they got the they got the fifty background vocals that yeah. make it sound really. Awesome. Yeah, it's 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 a great. It's it's my favorite. Time of the year is when Pink Floyd, kind of Pink Floyd comes. Yeah, <laughs> kind of Pink, kind of Pink Floyd. But yeah, I saw that this summer. Um, I don't know what, what else like concert wise happened. I went to a bunch. I go to twenty concerts a year. I was kind of bummed I did not go to Garth Brooks because I was there watching him set up the stage. I was at the arena when they were setting it up, doing everything, and I was like, ah, I should have got tickets to this. You know what? One of the most fun concerts, and this is probably going to go over Aaron's head because he's a youngin, is uh, Kicks. That was, that was a good show. Are you familiar with Kicks was a C-list band in the 80s. They had, yeah. they, they were kind of cheesy. Blood. Yeah, don't close your eyes. Don't close they your had, eyes. They had a couple minor hits, um bluesy rock band. Well, anyway, they come and like 
I think it was at the MDA uh, charity show. Charity thing. Yeah. Your wife texts me and says, "Hey, are you going to Kicks?" I'm like, "Nah, eh, Kicks, whatever." <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I like some of their songs, but I'm yeah. not gonna go. She's like, "We got tickets for you. Just come down." Fuck, fine. Okay, so I get on my bike and I go to the depot. Most fun I've had all year. Like they play, <laughs> they come out and play because the dude sang really high. Yeah, and he still he had it. Killed. He yeah. Every note, and I got drunk as shit. Ran into uh, my buddy Kyle from back home and just partied our balls off. It was it was the most fun I've had. That was a good show. Yeah, and I was really surprised by Allison Chains came. They were great. Um, yeah, I didn't get to go to that show. Yeah, they were awesome. Saw Black Label this year. It was a great show. I've seen Black the Label Depot. 40 times a year. Yeah. They're one of those bands that over tour, so when they come, it's just like, yeah, oh, okay. I know. You're yeah. here again. I didn't go to that concert and I had tickets. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I bid on, I think Amber again texted me and said, hey. We have a ticket. <laughs> no. No, she's like, uh, they're doing a cause, which is the animal fundraiser thing, which is a big, big thing I'm into. Yeah. She says, uh, do you want to bid on these Black Label Society VIP passes? You get to meet the band and get tickets to the show and everything. I'm like, yeah, put me down for a hundred bucks or whatever. Well, son of a bitch, I won. You won. So now I had to pay a hundred bucks. And you didn't see. go? No, I went and met oh. Zach Wild, but that was the third time I'd met him. <laughs> and then I didn't go to the concert. I don't really okay, I love Zach Wild. He's the whole reason I started playing guitar, but I don't like black label that much. Really? It's just loud, loud, loud. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of yeah, music. I was always value. the the Zach Wild Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Guy. He's the only guitar player I've ever known that got worse. That got worse. Listen to listen to to, to No More Tears and No yeah. Rest for the Wicked. He was such a great player. And then now, now it's, it's just like, how fast can I play? Yeah, no, it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of Black Label. A few songs, but although mm. I gotta say, Zach is probably one of my favorite. Have you ever met him? No. Just uh just one of those guys where you meet him and you're like, what the heck? is this guy for real? Yeah, he's is very, this guy for real? He's very high energy, very yeah. like he's funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. He makes fun of himself. Huh. Yeah, yeah and I think I told you this, but he came into our studio once and he came in and he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But he's just swearing like crazy. I'm like, oh no, this is gonna be bad. And the mics were off and the whole thing. And as soon as the light went on, mics are on, he never swore once. Like yeah. that guy is a professional. <laughs> yeah. It was it was weird, and I've I've said this before. It was like when, once I met him, it was like okay, now I know that you're mortal. You're a person I can stop pretending to like your dumb biker gang. <laughs> <laughs> I can the stop. Salt Lake City chapter. Yeah, yeah, the idol worship is gone now. Like you're still cool. You're still yeah. the reason I started doing what I do. But okay, we're good now. He, yeah. I, he, I I had a Zach Wild autograph vest. I remember that. Yeah. And didn't you auction it off? Or did you do you still have it? I sold it. <laughs> you oh. the, the the was it leather or was it it was it was denim, denim wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I remember you got he, I remember he you signed got that. it. He signed it and then uh I wasn't I was curious one day. And I was I was looking at those Which, on eBay. What kind of curious? A uh, buy. I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. I was looking on eBay and uh well you uh, this okay, I just sold myself out because they gave me the jacket now I feel like a prick. <laughs> What about the coffin guitar? No. <laughs> uh, I didn't get that. I, I would still have that. Okay. Um, but they gave me the, the, the Black Little Society biker jacket. Now, it was cool. I wore it to uh, several concerts. And then and th- when I met Zach the first time, I had him sign it. So one day I was looking on eBay and they were going for 150 bucks. Really? So I was like, huh. Yeah. This pay jacket, the gas bill. Yeah. I was like, and I, I wasn't hurting, but I was like, that's just. Memories for me. I got pictures. I don't need the jacket really anymore. So, so there's a hundred and fifty dollar. Uh, I'm getting buzzed right now. That was my phone. How unprofessional! Somebody's coming to pick up my stove. 
Anyway. <laughs> Somebody's picking up the new Black Label Society him jacket. Six o'clock. Five twenty-two. <laughs> Idiots. God damn it. But uh, no, Zach Wilde's cool. But like, it's like okay, idol, yeah. idol worships. It's, it's weird how after a certain point, and I don't know if you're still there, but when when you get stuff from bands and you have guitars or whatever signed, or whatever, and it's like the coolest thing you've ever had, um, and then after a while you go, eh. yeah, it's just a thing. Yeah. I'm still into it. Yeah. I still like it. I, <laughs> depending on what it is. I, I, yeah. And I do too, but then after you have it for a few years, I'll go, wow. It's just laying yeah, around a guitar at that sitting point. in like, my in yeah. my storage room. Like Mick has a million autographed guitars. He does, yeah. And I've been to his house and seen them all on the wall. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. It's cool. But, but after a while, like I, now I just have a bunch of guitars on my wall. Yeah. So so yeah, it's kind of like it. when you sign your name over and over and over for you know whatever it is, a loan or whatever, and, and then you look up and you go, Jimmy Page. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means anymore. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, it's, it's weird meeting meeting people you look up to. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I well, and, and and did you ever see the movie Fault in Our Stars? Yeah, no, that movie and, is and it's garbage. And it's funny because my daughter, same one. Uh, was the one who turned me on to it, and I sat and cried with her, and we watched the movie and the whole thing. But I got done, and she's like, she goes, what do you think that means? And I'm like, to me? You know what that means? It means be careful who you want to meet, because cause, cause to me, I took the whole thing away from the cancer, away from the whole thing. I want to meet my, have you ever seen this? No. I want to meet my favorite author who wrote this book that I love right. that turned out to be a dick. No, a bad man. And that's the good part of that yeah. movie. That's yeah, yeah, like yeah. the... Yeah, and to me, I'm like, how many people that you always wanted to meet turned out to be to a be dick? Shitty. Oh. And you're like, oh my gosh, why did I want to meet them so bad? Why was that the, the most important thing in my life? Let me. But I wanted to meet them. Let me tell you about what really bothers me about that movie, though, guy. There okay. is a scene in this movie <laughs> opened up a can of worms. There's a scene in this movie where they go to Holland and they go to the Anne Frank house, right? Right. And this this young girl, she has cancer and it's like hard for her to breathe yeah. or some shit. So she walks up the stairs to the secret annex where like Anne Frank lived with her like boyfriend that she's on this vacation with. They've had this romance or whatever. And they get to the top. This is. Anne Frank's home. This the is like a, this is a Holocaust memorial, right. mm-hmm. and they just start making out, and everyone in the room stops, looks at them, and applauds. Ugh. It's the it, so because she made it because <laughs> she made it to the top. She made it, but this is a goddamn Holocaust memorial. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> now I want to see the movie. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Shit, we got double Jew in the house. I forgot. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Sasha, Sasha, the producer here. So, so let me ask you this. Who, who is it that you've ever met that you were like, oh, God, I wish I'd never met them? Uh, Anyone? Yeah, but not really like hero worship. Um, most of the people I really look up to have been really cool, but there's people that I don't look up to that are dicks. Um, Dave Coulier, piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I've told you the story about him, right? At our studio. No. When he came and was waiting to come on the show with us and was sitting out in, in our lobby, because mm-hmm. we don't have a green room, but he was waiting to come on and he said, we said, well, we came out and we said, it'll be five minutes. We'll, we'll come gra- grab you. We came back out. He was walking out, storming out to his car, got in, left. Really? And told us that he does not wait. Dave Coulier does not wait. It sounds about right. He doesn't meet like, his, he doesn't need his fans after the show. Really? That just happened? He's not funny, for one. He's not funny, but... but but he can people do a mean bullwinkle. Well, people go to that show. They want to meet Uncle Joey. Yeah, they don't. He's you're not nothing, nothing that you've done since that moment matters. They just want to meet Uncle Joey Uncle and Joey. have a nostalgic moment. Yeah. He doesn't meet his fans. He was he was douchebag. Uh, Dice is a douchebag. Really, Dice was cool to me once, and then a 
prick the next time. See, I figured he'd have been really cool. No, no, he's he's been the same way. He's been kind of that that I'm cool, but then he was really cool the next time. So he's nice enough. Like the first time I met him, is like, hey, hey, I think I opened for him. I can't remember. Like, how you doing? I'm guy. I'm a comic. He's like, he just shakes my hands. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, nice. And then the next time, uh, which I get it, he's probably he had every comic in the land sucking his dick since 1988. So right. he's probably just like over it. So, but the next time I met him, he was just very stern, like, hey, walk me to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, because he didn't, he didn't want to walk through people. He wanted, you know, way to the bathroom. And then, like, he just bitched a lot. And, like, he was just very yeah. huh. surly. Huh. Um, I got to say, though, it's got to be difficult to especially be on stage with a guy that was the king. Yeah, the, he the, sold, the, sold out the, Madison Square. Man. Three nights. Three nights, yeah. So to, to, to be at a place like that and to be like, hey, walk me to the bathroom. You yeah. know? I mean, it's like, can you imagine being from where he was? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean Not saying that Wise Guys is, is a step well, down a from Madison Square That's Garden. That's actually a step up from where he was. He fell so he was, hard. Oh, he, yeah. was, he was doing like bowling alleys and yeah. shit. Like, yeah. Well, it's part true. of his fault because, because there's a way to do things gracefully. When Dice went on stage at Wise Guys, yeah. there's two parts of the story. He, he's now probably close to 60. Yeah. yeah. He goes on and, and like he had that tough guy Jersey fucking, you know, thing going forward sure. back in the day. Yeah. How to age gracefully when you're that is now you're 60, wear a suit, um, look, look mobstery maybe. Um, that would be the way to go. But no, he come out and had combat boots, <laughs> shorts. So there was like six inches between his boots and his shorts yeah. <laughs> of leg. <laughs> A sleeveless T-shirt <laughs> with like fat old man arms, white like farmer tan arms, yeah, yeah. and then he had gloves that come up to his elbow, like leather what? gloves. And For then, real? And that sounds his, awesome. His man. classic blue blocker sunglasses. Yeah. And it's like you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> You're sixty. You could just, all you have to do is wear a suit, and, and you still wear, you'll yeah. still have that like tough guy look. Yeah. Or even just like a leather jacket with like. Like Some black t shirt, yeah, jeans, yeah. yeah. But no, he had these ridiculous gloves. And I didn't know boots he, and <laughs> he looked like it, he looked like an ass, oh, but funny. he also did one of the coolest things I've ever seen. He come out on he, he did a set, and then for five minutes, he just sat there fucking around with a cigarette. You can't see what I'm doing right yeah, now if you're listening, but like going, everybody knows what Dice is doing, yeah, yeah, just kind of like hunching his shoulders and throwing his and for I'm not shooting you five minutes, didn't say a word, and just sat there and doing that. Cheered. People were dead silent, and then he walks up to the mic and says. Little Miss Muffet and the fucking place went crazy. Of course, of course. That's it's like it's yeah. classic. He's the only comic I've ever seen who gets like people to like it's like it's almost like a sing along. He gets mm -hmm. up at Little Miss Muffet and everyone goes, sat on the tuffet, eating everyone yeah. does the jokes with him. I've never yeah. seen yeah. anything like that. It was before. so cool. I'd never heard laughter and like like I swear to God the windows were rattling. Wow. I was like, holy shit, I've never seen but that's that. where you've got to look at a guy like that who has that much power still. Yeah, and knows he does, and can walk up and do that, but still is playing a three hundred seat place as opposed to a thirty thousand seat arena, and well, going, man, what happened? <laughs> uh, the country grew out of him. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, guy. I mean, he was like extremely terse, very offensive, oh, and people sure. kind of got over that. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's still doing the nursery rhymes and stuff. Right. But yeah. uh, there's a flip side of that too. Like I've worked with David Tell several times, and David Tell is a god amongst comedians. Absolutely, like, he's not he's not selling out Madison Square Garden four Did nights he ever though. No, no, but he's probably one of the most respected comedians yeah. amongst the comedy circles, and he couldn't be nicer. Yeah, he he uh, he's he bought me a bag of Tootsie Pops. 
and he bought me Febreze. Well, no wonder you like him. He lit a cigarette in my car and was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, it's cool, man. And he smoked it. So the next day he bought me actually two cans of Febreze. And, and he's just really cool. Somebody robbed the coffee shop tip jar next to Wise Guys when he was there. So he brought him over, put like 80 bucks in their tip jar. Wow. Super cool guy. Yeah. Um, we're out of time. What? That is that is uh, Dirt Pod episode 17. Um, some changes are going to be coming to that Dirt was, Pod. That was a quick ending. I know. That was that abrupt. Was, I know. Like, spirit breaks. Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, first episode of 2016, uh, some changes are going to be coming, so this is cool. Uh, thank you for listening. Aaron Orlovitz, thanks for guesting. And Alan, we'll see you again in two weeks. Okay. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Peace.